Welcome to the Mindset Explosion podcast. Unlock your true self and your full potential with me, Matt Redman. I truly believe the rising tide raises all ships and we have so much to give the world. It comes from within and it starts with ourselves. We all have the potential to live our dreams, do the things we thought we couldn't and take full control of our own lives. Sometimes we just feel stuck. It, all it takes is that first step. Take a listen. And if you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget, share it with a friend. Give us a five-star review. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Mindset Explosion. Yes, it's season five. We're on episode number seven for this year. And I'm so excited because finally I've got my first interview of the year. Thank you, John Paul Riley, the first one coming on the show today. Um, so really excited to talk about this. We just had a, a brief chat and talking about, you know, today is about how to balance your work life. We just went into that a little bit, which we'll hopefully share with everyone in just a second. Uh, if you are listening on the podcast, don't forget to leave a nice five-star review. If you're watching on the videos, drop in some comments. If you've got any questions about work-life balance or anything to share, drop it in there and uh, we'll do our best to put our uh, our spin on there or however. Um, so let me just explain what's going to happen. It's going to be a little bit different on the interview today. So I'm going to introduce, well, John Paul is going to introduce himself in just a second. And we got a little quick fire round. It's a, a new thing I've put on the show, John Paul. And we'll have a deep dive into your journey. Find out then some tips that you got for work-life balance and top tips for positive thinking. So John Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. In a few words, please tell us what you do so the viewers can get a grasp of what well, I'm a, a seven business, seven figure business owner. Uh, I've got three three businesses. One that does seven figures, and the other two don't. <laughs> this is the smallest way to put it. Uh, got a bathroom installation company, multi award winning, been going seven years. Uh, I've got a property portfolio as well. I've been doing that for 13 years. It turns out I discovered last night, talked to my wife, uh, and uh, I do coaching as well, which is all about processes, procedures getting that work-life balance right and mindset and your limiting belief and chucking that in the bin and, and starting fresh. I love it. I love it. So you, uh, you, we're talking about work-life balance and you sound like you're just busy as hell. Yeah, I am, but I still have more, t- I have more free time when I want to have the time than I've ever had because yeah. I now have people in place to do things better than I can. Uh, and, Everything has a process now, so that uh, if anyone was to walk into my bathroom business, for instance, there is a Bible that tells them what light switches to turn on, where they turn them on, where to sit, what to do, who to phone, who to email for absolutely anything in the business. So if I drop down dead tomorrow, then someone can walk in and take the reins. Because if you if you don't have something like that, then you've really got a job that's 24-7 and you can't leave. Yeah, that is so true as well. I, I, my original background was engineering and, and everything was about quality assurance and processes like that. And it is amazing how much you can transfer all those skills into, you can pretty much put that into any business, can't you? Yeah, people people don't realise how transferable their skills are. Yeah. I remember speaking to a guy that I worked with a long time ago in a bank and he, he didn't. He was clearly not happy. He'd worked to the, all he had ever done is work for a bank or this particular bank all his life, I know he was just miserable and complaining. And I was like, why are you here? I said to Monday, why are you 
here. You're no happy. I don't know anything else, was his answer. He didn't think his skills were transferable. But if you're if you've got a, a skill set of dealing with the public, then you can take that to anything, speaking to the public. It doesn't doesn't necessarily need to be a banking institute and again could be anything at all. It's like uh, as I saying I heard from an old boss was what do chili con carne, spaghetti bolognese and lasagna all have in common? It's all just mince. <laughs> it's all just mince, it's all just beef, you know. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter how you dress it up, it's it's all basically the same thing. So if you are a salesperson and you can sell cars or whatever it may be, property, that skill is transferable to a new product. You just need to learn the product and you'll be away again. Uh, and, and his limiting belief kind of stopped him from doing all that. It's so true. I, and yeah, it, it's so true. Um, just think about my own journey, really. So we'll, I think we'll come back to this in a minute, John Paul. Um, so... New to the show is our quick fire round, which I, I gave you a bit of a teaser yesterday in an email, right? So for you, for and bear in mind, we're going to talk about mindset, your business journey, and your property journey as well today. Um, but what do you prefer, podcast or YouTube? Podcasts. Podcast. And what's your best one at your go-to? High-performance podcast and the Stephen Bartlett, Daddy of a CEO, is my two top podcasts at the moment. Followed by the disruptors. It used to be the disruptive entrepreneur, but that's recently changed. But that'd be my go-to's. Brilliant. All right. So I'm uh, probably going to answer the question now. Anyway, I've probably answered the question a little bit. But do you prefer book or audio? Audio. 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 Uh, best one. Audio book. <laughs> best one. Best one. Oh, I, I read or I listen to three books a month generally, um, but. One I keep going back to in my head when people ask this question is a Chimp Paradox by Steve Parker, Peter or something like that. Yeah, Peters. Yeah. Rogers. Is it Steve Peters. Steve Peters. Um, he, I'd found that to be fascinating, how your brain works, and it helped me tremendously. So if anybody ever asks about things, that's one of my go-to kind of mindset books, if you like, because it helps you understand why you're behaving the way you're behaving. And then when you understand, you can then make the change. Yeah. I absolutely love that book on audio. And because he's reading it out as well, absolutely love that book. Yeah. It's, it's one of my top ones, definitely. It's one smiling so much. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great book. Okay. Um, do you prefer to have a mentor or being a mastermind or go your own way? Oh, the mentors all the way. Mentors and masterminds all the way, every day. Mm. Uh, it's like people go to the gym. And they can do exercises, but if they have a personal trainer, they can tell them if they're doing the exercise right or not, mm -hmm. study that technique, which you might not be aware of. You might be lifting a really heavy weight, but you're going to hurt yourself because you're not doing it right, so you're not getting the real benefit out of the exercise, whereas you have a PT, you have that person going, oh, stand a wee bit like this, do it a wee bit like that, and so you get that, and you get the support and encouragement from them as well. So masterminds and... Uh, coaches and my, uh, these things are, are, are so so important so so important yeah 100% and actually I've been teaching martial arts the one thing I'd always be saying is keep your guard up you'd be saying that to the high level ones so and I guess you, you'll know as well within business that I, I pick up bad habits from time to time and when you're in a bit of a problem what I love about a mastermind as well is that um you know, like when we've spoke, you, like you, you'll look at something I'm doing. I might have a problem, with it, and you'll have a totally different outlook to it, and it, and it'd be something I hadn't thought of. 
Yeah, yeah. Sometimes if we're in a situation, especially if a stressful situation, we, we focus on the problem opposed to focusing on the the positives of the situation or the solutions to the situation because all you can focus on is that one thing. And sometimes you need to step back or have someone else who is out looking in yeah. uh, to help just to give you that light bulb moment and you go, oh, yeah. why did I not think of that? That's such a simple, obvious answer. Because <laughs> yeah. you're focusing on something that you maybe shouldn't be. Definitely. Well, that's the power of the mastermind. And obviously, we'll talk a bit more about your coaching that you're doing, uh, John Paul, because I obviously just hearing about the processes, I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So I know what value you can give just in one little thing like that is going to be, you know, so, so important. Uh, finally, for the quick fire round, it's not really that quick fire, is it? But I'm sort of working on it. Give me a break, man. <laughs> it's me. It's talking too much. It's fine. Right, it's fine. <laughs> um, who is your most influential person past or present and why oh this could go horribly wrong for me you know this is a new influential <laughs> person yeah i'm gonna see who am i gonna see that's a hard one i don't oh, I exactly. last night come on help me out i know <laughs> i help you out me i'm my own influential person i like that and i don't say that in a big headed down perfect amazing way me because I, I, I self-analyse all the time in every situation, especially when it doesn't go well, which we can be guilty of hiding away from. So me, me in five years. That's what I, like I that. Yeah, I like that. Well, at the end of the day, you've got to decide if, let's say, you know, we're part of the same mastermind. We just talked about that. So if Rob's on there saying something and it's, you know, you've got to decide if it, you're going to implement that or not. So in a sense... Yeah, I think I think that's a self-love. Self-love. Yeah, exactly. And that's got to come first, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's get a bit more into the interview. So how did you get started? What what came first? Was it property or business? And you know, how did you get started in you know business and what was your big why? My big why? I didn't like being skint. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, it was my big why I started out with lots of side hustles growing up uh, so when I was about 14, 15 instead of having a paper round which I did have at one point uh, I had a, a gardening business because I figured out that I could maybe cut two or three lawns uh, in an afternoon I posted delivering 50, 60 newspapers <laughs> and the first thing in the morning and get more money <laughs> for yeah. it uh, yeah. I, I outsourced fixing the local shopkeeper's van to my brother and his friend and got a cut of the money. Uh, I, when I was in my late teens, I was going around cashing carries and get fake Tommy Hilfiger watches for two ninety five plus bat and sell them for a tenner. Yeah. Fibre optic Christmas trees were also a thing. So I was buying them and selling them on the side as well as having jobs. Uh, and then that just, I always had that desire, but never had the, brave, the bravery uh, or the balls to, to just go, I'm doing it full time. Uh, so I've always had some kind of business or side hustle my property journey started because I met a girl I sold my flat to buy a house with her and she we got the keys on the 30th of November and she moved out in between Christmas and New Year that year because she had a boyfriend uh, so I was left with this house I couldn't afford so I had to rent it out so I rented it out and went this is easy people are giving me money for nothing <laughs> This is easy. So I started doing property. Uh, and then 
I got the op- from that I got the opportunity to, to open a bathroom business for a mentor, uh, and the coaching side of things came about uh, from being coached and then putting information out for free uh, because I enjoy it and I like helping people. It's part of my my kind of things I enjoy, uh, and that's how I ended up doing coaching. Uh, it was more uh, because I enjoy it and I love helping people. I love helping people. Uh, so that's how it came about. But the, the big why was if you and my when I grew up, if you wanted something, you got it yourself. My, my, I didn't live in poverty, but my parents didn't give as much because they didn't always have much. Uh, so if there was a school trip, if I wanted to go on a school trip, I had to pay for that myself. Uh, don't even ask. Don't even be so silly to ask for the money from your parents. Uh, and that's where the hustle came from, what more, and just believing that I was always worth more than when I was at. Not that I'm better than anyone, but certainly where I, where I was at in life, I always went, this is okay, but I'm sure I could do better. And, and, and wanted nice things in life and a nice lifestyle. So to do that, you need to you need to work hard and, and do your own thing, I, I believe. Unless you're the part of the 1% of our CEOs of big companies who get paid millions to run companies on behalf of other people. Uh, for the best part, if you if you want to do really well in life, you need to go out there and do it yourself. Yeah. Do you feel that's a big enjoyment from that getting stuck in and and the, the reward that you get that is it's like you've built this up? Yes, yes, because I've had jobs, and yeah. I think that when you have a job and everybody gets paid the same, no matter if they work hard or not, yeah, it takes away the the drive for me to to work as hard as you probably should because you're getting paid to work hard. Uh, yeah. But you're kind of like, well, why would I do that when other people are not and getting paid the same? Sometimes <laughs> they're getting paid more. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as you do it yourself, it's for you. You've got that. You've got that sense of that was me. You know. But I used to go out at Valentine's Day, fun luck is Valentine's Day. I used to go and buy five hundred roses from the the fruit market, the flower market. Get my mum to wrap them up for me. Go round offices and and garages, sell some, and then at night go round the the city centre and sell them. Before this is in the nineties, uh, and it, knowing that I'd took that risk by parting with that money. And uh, and if you put it in perspective, 500 roses maybe cost you five, 600 pounds. I was earning 600 pounds a month at that point. So it was a bit of a risk. But to know when you come back home and you've got all that money sitting there, you know, it feels good. It feels good. Because you know you, you've created that yourself. Uh, opposed to someone giving you whether it work hard or not. So I guess you put the pressure on yourself with that. Yes, and I still do to this day. Mm. I still do to this day. I I, I I have a goal that's probably a bit unachievable and figure out how we're going to get there. Yes. Uh, figure it out. Because I think it's no hard, it's no worthwhile doing, is it really? No, no, and I love that. I, I, I'm so similar. I just set absolutely ridiculously crazy goals, but I try not to think too much of the how. It's like a little bit at a time, obviously. Yeah, but like, yeah, the figuring out. So you, you've got quite an engineering sort of brain there, have you? Yeah, I have an SVQ in mechanical engineering, funnily enough. You can do it. Which I forgot, which I forgot I had until I was cleaning some paperwork out one day a couple of years yeah. ago. <laughs> but do you think that's why you come up with these processes? You, you've been able to process and systemize your, your bathroom company? Yes, yes. Because yeah. you don't want to be doing everything. All the time so for other people to do it you need a process and stuff in place i'm very much a mechanical person when it comes to my thought process mm. uh, i like to do the same things 
So I go, I go to the same cafe most most mornings and get the same thing. Yeah, you know, I like wearing my I like wearing my uniform for the bathroom shop because I, I just I don't need to think about it. It's part of the process. That's what you do. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I love having a process. It takes away a lot of decisions, though. So, you know, you know yourself running a business or running multiple businesses, and, and, and you know, I'm about to get into property similar to yourself. And I think if you've got those things in hand, then it, it takes, otherwise, you're just making the same decision over and over. When it's there, it does, like you said, it, you got someone there that can take over, you can step in. But I think it takes away a lot of decision making, which yeah. is a big. Oh, you know, we're having to make you know big decisions sometimes, aren't we? So if we if we can if we can make ten good decisions a day that are a hundred percent on the money, and yeah. we need to make twenty, ten of them are not going to be that great. So if the more decisions you can take away from yourself because there's a process in place and you don't need to think about it, uh, yep. the better. It lets you concentrate on the, the high high value decision making skills that's needed. Yeah. Well, I was once told that we have seven decisions in the day, so that's it, and then we're done. <laughs> that's probably the three more than I can cope with. <laughs> probably, yeah. It's probably about seven more than I can cope with, but I find a way. Um, so you teach, in your coaching, you teach a lot about um, work-life balance. Is that right? And obviously that's yeah. a bit of the kind of the, the theme of today's show as well. What are your top tips you've probably kind of said some of them with systemization but what are your other top tips in achieving a good work-life balance boundaries oh yes boundaries are a big thing you do not need to be available 24 7 i that love is, that mm. i used to check my phone every couple of minutes to see if anybody had messaged in on the facebook page or if anybody had sent an email in anybody made a stupid comment that you'd have to delete and it was constant so when you're sitting with your family you're not really sitting with your family you're just in the same room as them yeah so when you get you so you start setting yourself boundaries out this is what i'm doing on that day and it will take a nuclear bomb a big disaster a fire before i will not do that definitely so when you put these boundaries up and you put those limitations there and minimum standards there, you'll start to do them. And the things that you thought were impossible become normal. They become habit. Uh, I had one client, he was a plumber, and he if his phone went and somebody wanted a quote for a job, he did it, regardless of what time of night it was, regardless of what he was doing. And I was like, why? And he's like, because if I don't, someone else will. But they'll still be there in the morning. Mm. And he would go out and see people at night because he was letting them decide when he was to see them to go and price a job. Uh, so instead of saying, I'm available this day at this time, or this day at this time, what one suits you best? He was going, Oh, I'll just come round whenever you want. So the customer then says, Well, I get in from work about five, then I'll have my dinner, sort the kids out. Could you come around at seven? Whereas if he says, I can come around at five or I can come around at half four yeah. on this day or this day, what, what, what one suits you? The person then turns around and goes, hey, I get in at five, I, I can see you at five. But if you allow them to fill your diary, they will fill it to what suits their needs and not yours. I think that is such an important tip. 
such an important tip. Yeah. That, that, when you start doing these things, though, it becomes normal. Yeah, it does. And you realise that you don't need to worry that, oh, if I don't get out and, and quote that job in the next half hour, somebody else will do it and they'll get the job. They phoned you for a reason. So I guess the other tip is to have more of an abundant mindset. Yeah. You just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. When you stop worrying, things start to flow your way. Yeah. And, I, I, and as well, I guess, like, like with that, if, you, if you're going out in that example, then it, your head's a bit of scarcity. So you're probably going to get beat down on price anyway because you're just so desperate. And I think sometimes it can give that wrong impression. Do you think so? Yeah. That energy you're putting out is what bounces back to you. So if you're yeah. getting the urgency energy, yeah. that person's going to pick up in that. Definitely. All right, they're good ones. I like them. Uh, any others to have a good work-life balance? When you're at work, you're at work. Just get yeah. to work. Get it done. Don't mess about on social media. Don't talk nonsense about this, that, and the next thing. Get your work done. It's amazing the amount of people I speak to who now work from home and say they get so much more work done and a day because nobody's coming in interrupting them and still and having a chat and a coffee and X, Y, and Z. When you're at work, you work. When you're not yeah. at work, you don't yeah. work. Have you ever tried, do, you, do is it the Pomodoro um, method? Do, have you ever tried that? You know, which you, you set a time you, and I use this quite a lot. I get loads done. Set a timer, put the phone away, and I'll say I'm boom, I'm off I go. No, I don't. Uh, but I work from my phone because I don't always spend that much time in the, the shop mm. anymore. So I need to be you know contactable. Uh, yeah. I'm now in I'm in a fortunate position where I only make the big decisions now. Uh, so if something goes wrong, how are we going to deal with it, John Paul? I don't know what I'm doing. Don't know what to yeah. do in that situation. There's your answer. Or, right, the bill's in for this and this and this. We're paying that today uh, and control the money side of things. So I need to be next to my phone for those things uh, yeah. and checking emails. But it, certainly, uh, if you find yourself getting distracted, then you need to put it away. I used to sit in the shop myself and I would have YouTube on or I would have Netflix on in the background because it, it was quiet and I didn't really like sitting in myself. And what yeah. I found was I was just watching Netflix. And before you know it, an hour and a half passed and you've watched two episodes of Suits and you've not done any work. <laughs> I watched a full series of Suits one day and got no work done. <laughs> and so I now I so I now work in silence when I'm in the, when I, wherever I'm working. It's no music on, no radio, no radios, no YouTube's, nothing. It's off and I'm working. And I get far more work yeah. done that way because I don't have that distraction. Totally agree. I, I got into a bad habit working at home and I'd be sat on the sofa or led on the sofa and then it was meant to the kitchen, but I don't really want to work from the kitchen now. I'll just come up and obviously just move the room about upstairs and just find that much more productive as well. So I think the environment comes into that, would you say, as well? Yeah, yeah. And everybody's environment is different. Some people yeah. can't work without a background. They don't like the silence. They find it deafening. I'm not, I'm not, I, I like the silence to, to focus. Uh, but everybody has their own way of doing things. I know people who work at one end of the kitchen table from each other and they work away and the husband and wife doing two different jobs, but it works for them because they just know yeah. they're there. That's enough for them. Uh, whereas I would need to be at the other end of the 
of the house. I tried it once. I think it lasted an hour or two hours with my wife. She was sitting and her pals were texting her and she's chuckling away. I'm like, do you need to do that? Do you need to laugh? What's going on? And she's like, you tell me I can't laugh at my pal's jokes in my text. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I just can't cope with the distractions. Uh, yeah. But it's whatever works for you. And I wouldn't be afraid to change. So if you're finding your routine, you're finding what, works, what environment works best for you, don't just do it because John Paul said, work in silence. If that's not right. you, then don't do it. It's like yeah. people that get up at 5 a.m. and go, I'm in a 5 a.m. club, you're not getting up at 5 a.m., then you're rubbish. Well, what time did you go to bed at? <laughs> you know, uh, if that doesn't work for you, find the balance that works for you. I think that's a really crucial tip because there's so many of us out here saying, oh, try this, try that, do it this way, do it that way. But you're absolutely right because um, <clears throat> even when I mentioned that Pomodoro, it, I tried in the 25 minutes and I, I thought, oh, I still feel i got more in me when I take like a five-minute break. Um, so I just changed it around so you're absolutely right you've got to find what works for you but it's good to get different you know perspectives on things until you yeah okay let's move on a little bit so what's been your um biggest challenge um and how did you overcome it within business biggest, biggest challenge. <coughs> we business or personal challenge we're talking or both or both either yeah let's, let's go for yeah. mindset for biggest challenge business-wise four years ago get up on the Friday morning, personal account's overdrawn, business account's overdrawn, uh, I've got a five grand wage bill, and I didn't know what I was going to do. I went to work, was too embarrassed to tell my wife I had no money, so and I didn't make a packed lunch, because she would have thought that was odd. <laughs> uh, you don't normally do that, you know, so I didn't eat all day at work, because I had no money. Uh, I was in the shop in a corner, and I broke down and cried uh, in a wee corner. I point to it from time to time when I'm telling people the story, but I'm not. It's just that way. Uh, and I gave myself five minutes, and then I was like, right, John Paul, if I just cry, that's not going to get you what you want. You now need to move, or you're finished right now. Move, do something, get going. But sitting here is not going to get you what you need. And so I got up, I hustled, phoned around clients, chased up money, it was owed in, and five o'clock I was paid the wages. I had enough money to pay the wages and, and get going again. And it gave us a, a great sense of fulfilment because seven o'clock in the morning, it wasn't looking good. And you're going to let people down, the embarrassment of letting people down, the embarrassment of telling your wife and your family that that's you, you're shut, you, you've got no money, you've, you can no longer go on. And the moral of the money you owed to people as well. That wouldn't have went away. So that was a great sense of fulfillment on that. And it let me understand that it doesn't matter how hard it gets, just keep moving. Just keep going forward. That wee inch at a time and you will get there. Stop and worry and cry about it for five minutes and then that's it. But move because you're not where you want to be and standing still is not going to get you where you want to be. So that's probably the hardest day in business. Yeah, that, that, I can relate to that. It, it just happens. And I think you're absolutely right there. Movement is survival. Yeah, even if you're feeling it, wake up in the morning, just get up, just get yourself moving and the rest will come. And I think, do, do you feel that it, it's that movement anyway stimulates things and gets your brain thinking to then, you know, find the, the solution to the problem? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It used to be when I used to work in the shop, uh, occasionally you feel yourself getting a bit numb and a bit stagnant. 
and I'd be like, right, you need to move. So I'd wake up and I'd brush the floor in the in the shop. Yeah. That was all I do. Brush the floor, maybe dust down a couple of the displays and and getting moving again was enough to stimulate me to go back to my desk and get on with what I was meant to be doing. Yeah. But unicycles never sit still when there's somebody riding them. Yeah, that's true. I like that one. I like that one. And I guess anyone that's watching or listening that's in business or getting started out, look, we're all in it together. We all go for the same things. I think coming back to the thing about the mastermind, that's what was so powerful for me because sometimes it could feel quite lonely in a way. That, you know, I'm, I, I tried to position myself into being more entrepreneurial, uh, have great ideas, a bit like yourself, set a massive goal, then try and work out. And not everyone, and it's no one else's fault, it's just where it is with my circle, it's not always going to get that. So put myself in, you know, around people like yourself is like, yeah, I get this. I get it. I understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see it from different eyes, but we have got to go through some of the hardships to get there. But it, you get through it, don't you? We've all survived 100% of our hardest days. There you go. There you go. And I think, um, I just think that, um, I don't think now because it's gone out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got seven decisions. So. <laughs> on on the on the the mastermind thing, I, yeah. I one of the one of the best things I did was go to a mastermind and grow my network. I used to think that it was me that was doing it wrong. Yeah, nobody else can be having these problems because I'm not talking about it. But the people yeah. I was surrounded by weren't in business, yeah. so they weren't having these problems. And it wasn't until I opened up my network, two people that do the same kind of stuff as myself, and I realised that they they have the same problems as me. They've actually phoned for my advice on a problem I had, yeah. but I thought it was only me that had that problem. And you get a sense of relief, and the loneliness goes away, uh, and and you can build confidence on it. And, and that's one of the things about being in a mastermind as well is that it's not it's not lonely if you don't want it to be lonely. You can be around the right people, but certainly don't talk to non-business people about business. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that that yeah, I had to learn that quite fast. <laughs> Absolutely right. It's not my yeah. fault. It's just you know, it's everyone's lives is you know, you, you got to seek out the right. Well, we, yeah. we've got mentors around us, whether we like it or not, haven't we? It could be the yeah. guy down at the bar, just you know, knows your best mates, tennis partners, aunties, cousins, whatever it is. So yeah, you 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 get your PT in the gym to help you to be your yeah. fitness. You you don't ask him about your business goal about how to achieve your business goals. No. But they're very, but he knows what he's talking about when it comes to that element. So you may have your friends, your family doing the pub, and they're, they're good for a laugh. And certain conversations you can have with them, and they're amazing at having those in support or whatever that may be in shape or form. But if they don't know about business, their opinions are uneducated because I've never had a business, so they don't actually know. I agree. So how do you develop, or how did you develop your mindset to to where it is now? Obviously. You obviously listen to podcasts. You've been on. We talked about mentorship, but what was the main? Is there any other specific ways, or is it pretty much what we said? I was. I've always been Mister Optimistic. I've always been the guy that I'll be all right. We'll get there. And I've always been quite upbeat and stuff like that. Uh, and I listened to Tony Robbins a wee bit, but his voice kind of annoyed me. I know he's very popular and stuff, and he does an amazing job of what he does. But I find his his voice a wee bit overbearing. And I started searching for mentors and stuff. And listening to podcasts and like uh, listening to books and being more open minded, uh, and that's what got me the, the kind of big ball rolling, if you like, from that little snowball to the to the big snowman, you know, uh, uh, and getting going. Uh, nothing specific. Uh, of moment, although one moment was 
a, a guy called Billy, a Billy Farrell. Uh, he's a property media guy. He said in one of his videos one day, you can all listen to these motivational quotes and watch all the training videos, but see if you don't put it into action, you're wasting your time. And I thought, oh, I might be a bit of a time waster because I do a lot of these listening and learnings. But how often do I put this into practice? Start to do that. And then when I started to measure what I was doing and seeing the difference and having a quick check back of, yeah, used to, I would have reacted like that in the past and I've reacted like that now. Good. Let's move forward again. And then the momentum started to build. It's like the, it's like the, when you're pushing a car, you know, it doesn't it doesn't start off by moving very fast, but the more you push it, the faster it gets with the momentum. And it, personal development for me is like that. Once you get going, it becomes a habit and then you get that momentum and then it becomes a bit addictive as well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm two hours a day doing some form of personal development, whether it be audio books, podcasts, doing things like this to learn from other people, mastermind groups. Uh, and sometimes you sit and having a coffee with a couple of colleagues who are in business and listening to what they're doing and what they're getting up to. It's all learning. It's all development. Yeah. And you kind of feed off that energy as well, don't you? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So uh, what was, you say, maybe your big aha moment? You may have covered it. Like big penny. aha moment? Yeah. Uh, probably Billy saying... Stop just listening to the other stuff. Actually, put it into practice. Yeah, that was a, a big aha moment for me. I like it. I like it. Okay, so again, we're going to talk about talking a little bit about some of the coaching that you do. Have you got some good tips for like positive thinking? Because like, you said you're very optimistic. What what tips could you give to keep that positive attitude? Remember that there's somebody wishing they had your life, the one you're complaining about. See the things you're bitching and moaning about and you're going, oh, why me? Or somebody going, I wish I had that lifestyle. I wish I had their business. I wish I had their optimism. And there's also somebody else out there going, is that it? Is that the only problems you have? Yeah. Where do you see the mountain I've got to climb? And they yeah. wish they only had your problems. Yeah. And when you put that and put things into perspective like that, you realise that it's not too much. There's somebody worse off than you, and there's somebody wishing they were a wee bit more like you. Uh, and that that keeps me going every day. And I also believe this is my, my I tell people this quite a lot when I'm talking about these things. I adore my wife. She's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. I, I love her to bits. If I could curtail her spending, it should be perfect. <laughs> So when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is back to my daily routine is I say, morning, love you. And I remind myself how fortunate I am to have someone, especially as she is in my life. So to be worthy of someone so special, I need to be my best. And that gets you going. That, that's what gets me going in the morning. To be worthy of my life that I have, to be worthy of my wife and my children, they deserve the best version of me. And that gets me going every morning. I like that. So it's a bit like um, having gratitude to your family to, to bring yeah. out the best in yourself. Yeah, it's since it's, it's Valentine's, so I'll, I'll expand on it a wee bit. People say, oh, I've got all these horrible exes. Well, what's mm. they call them in the denominator? It's you. Oh, I know my ideal woman, man, or whatever it is, binary number that you want to be with. Where do I find them? Where will they be? It's not where are they, it's who do you need to be to be worthy of them? 
that comes back to what you said earlier is you got to be able to love yourself first. I think yeah. it's something I really learned. And I think um, someone posted this today. Who was it? I can't remember. It was someone in our network anyway, and um, it was mentioned on there. And I think you got to be able to love yourself first. And once you can do that, the, I found then the connections and relationships, you know, it doesn't have to be love or not love, just with people. just, um, well, connected a lot, lot more. And they're yeah. much more valuable relationships in, in whatever context you want to kind of put, yeah. really. Yeah. That, that and boundaries are the two key things to relationships oh, and being yeah. happy. I used to be a very shy person, believe it or not, I used to be quite shy, very loud to hide how shy I was as a mask, a really spotty and glasses and no dress, still not really get dress sense, but people buy me clothes now, so it helps a little bit, and yeah. uh, <clears throat> I was so insecure that, and I didn't love myself at all, didn't even like how I looked, who I was, and if a girl liked me, that was my new girlfriend, it wasn't yeah. a were they the right person for me? Did their personality traits fit with my personality traits? Where did was I tra- attracted to them? None of that mattered. It was yeah. like, oh, attention. Yeah. And you got the wrong type of attention. But as soon as you put your boundaries and your barriers up and go, right, this is this is the type of person I want to be around because yeah. I'm worthy of that type of person. Then you forge these better relationships, more meaningful relationships. There's I mean, I get that everybody puts their best foot forward when they first meet people. But if you put a false foot forward, it's not going to last. And any kind of business relationship or marital relationship, I feel like it just simply won't work because eventually your mask will drop, you'll show your real self, and then that wouldn't be the, the compatible person to you anymore. Yeah. I think brilliant advice. Couldn't put it better myself. I think absolute brilliant advice there. And, and in every sense that, that you said and... I guess sometimes that's a bit of a learning thing we go through in life as well. Um, you know, we all have our our things. And I can relate. I was always quite body conscious and shy myself. So yeah, I totally relate to that. What has been? Let's move on a little. Let's bring out. They got the tempo. What's been your biggest win in the last? Well, it's been a tough couple of years. But what's been your biggest win last twelve months or over the last twenty four months, whatever it may be? Biggest win. Biggest one, getting the car that I always wanted. Ah, so getting a car that I'd always wanted, not always yeah. wanted. Seen a seen a very expensive car that I didn't think I could afford. Put that as a vision on my vision board last year. Right, and they uh, yeah. got it by the May of that year. That was a big one because I was like, I'm not sure how to manage it, but we're going for it. We'll figure it out. I and. Going from the last 24 months from six figures to seven figures in business. Wow. Get in. Um, and then probably another big one would be being able to step back and stop being the guy that starts at six, seven in the morning to seven, eight at night to don't really want that much now. Don't let them know. Don't let them know. Is he? You know, when, when it's needed, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I generally don't really start before 10. Yeah. Generally finish about three most days. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a really big win, which might be a surprise to people because people say, what's your biggest win? They think material things and income and yeah. uh, achievements and goals, like, you know, awards that we've won and things like that. But time. 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 Yeah. That's time. my biggest. That's probably the biggest out of all the things I've mentioned is time. Getting that time with my family, and uh, yeah, 
Yeah, because I, I missed that. And I, that's a regret that I have. I don't have many greats in this world. But thinking that I had to work every God saints to provide for my family wasn't it that accurate, you know? You were doing it for the right reasons, but it was suffering yeah. in other areas. So getting that time back and discovering that my wife still likes me uh, and my kids seem to like me, uh, so it, it's all good. And that's far more valuable than going out and seeing a customer and doing a deal and making money. It's far, far more valuable. Much rather hand that over to the lady in the shop who runs the shop for me and pay her to do that. And yeah, you don't earn as much money, but you kind of put money on time because you don't get it back. hundred percent agree. And I, I, yeah, again, I can relate. And I think we said it off air, uh, John Paul, that it's similar stuff. And I think starting out in business, yeah, you do have to put work in. But the thing is, I was, I was in it before I was in a job I really did not enjoy and it just that affected my mental health. So that would have affected the time I would spend anyway. So, yeah, I, I think best not to have regrets about you know, what may or may not be. It's where you are now. I think that defines us. You know, the past is lessons, but it doesn't define who we are. Um, but, yeah, time, I just think, oh, most valuable thing. And it, and then it allows, and probably the same for you, it's allowed you to do, yeah, you've got time with family, but then you have the time to do some other projects if you want to. you got you got the benefit of choice. Yeah. Choices. Imagine yeah. having, imagine waking up in the morning and having the choice of what you were doing that day. Mm. Imagine that. I posted, well, I need to go and do this and I need to go and do that because I need to go and earn money and I need to do this. And I imagine having the choice just to go, do you know what I'm taking today off? Yeah. My, uh, my wife and I, yeah, my wife and I had a top of the miscarriage fairly recently and oh. uh, she wasn't she wasn't feeling that great one day. It was getting on top of her, and I was able just to go, "I'm with you today. Let's yeah. go, let's yeah. go." Having that yeah. choice for that time to do as you want. Yeah, I posted going. I understand, but an ego. Yeah, two different two different scenarios for the exact yeah. same thing. That time. Oh, I'm well, sorry to hear that. Um, but yeah, again, it, it, it it's the choices. That makes a difference, and um, that's be able to get ourselves into this position. Is there any? Uh, I love the fact you got a vision board. Um, so is I have any, two. You have two, yeah. Well, two. I have a yearly one that's here, which yeah. I keep getting it around the wrong way. And so <laughs> that bit, that bit there's just a list of things that I want to be better at: more books, better business person, better yeah. person, better husband and father, and all that. Uh, and then I have a one for twenty twenty four, which is a uh, when the lease is up in the shop. And I've got some goals for that. And it is also on, I don't know if you'll be able to see, it's also on my watch, my yeah. Fitbit watch. So it's also on there. So every time I look at the time, I'm reminded of why and where I'm going and the plan. Oh, I like that. I'm going to do that now. I like that one. Mm. Yeah. I've seen people put it on their phones and their iPads and stuff as well. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, but I've got it on my watch. So every, my Fitbit, so every time I check the time. It's there. I like there. that. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, is there anything you're working on at the moment? And what what's the, or what's your big goal for then? Would you like to share it? No, <clears throat> things we're working on at the moment is uh, going to try and get some more awards this year for the, the bathroom business. I like to try and get a couple of awards every year for that. Uh, that's a, a big goal of mine. Stay out doing less hours. 
It's a big goal of mine because I'm inherently lazy. Don't like to work. If I can get somebody else to do it, I'll get them to do it. Yeah, and, uh, and, <laughs> and and grow the coaching side of things because it's been more of a hobby than it has been a business. Let's get the odd client every now and again, and I enjoy it. But maybe put a bit more focus on that and growing the the coaching side of things and helping people because I love helping people. I love to see them grow and uh, developing. One of my clients is. Uh, came to me and said to me not too long ago, I jump out. I was out on Sunday and I was cutting the grass and blah, 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 and doing this and I was doing that and my wife brought me a beer over. She's never brought me a beer over when I've been doing DIY in my life, so I must be doing something right now, you know, and, and, and hearing those stories, like the time they've got with their family that they never had and how their relationships are better and stuff. Yeah, I love I love helping with all those things. Oh, that, that is rewarding. That That's that's up there with time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, me. All right, uh, pretty much last question now. So what piece of advice would you give your younger self? Single piece, that's hard because I like to talk. <laughs> You're worth more than you know. Oh, I like that one. I'm going to write grew that up very, Grew up very insecure. Didn't think I was worth much, but felt like I was wanted more. Yeah. You feel like there's something missing. Yeah. Self-worth. You're worth more than you know. Yeah, I like that one. What a great way to kind of sign off there. Um, obviously, you mentioned doing your coaching. Have you, uh, have you got any workshops that you do? or is it, What's the best way people can get in contact it's, with you? I, do one to, I only do one-to-one -one coaching because I feel yeah. that people get the ben more benefit from, from that for what we do. Uh and if you, anybody wanted to get in touch with me, they can do that via LinkedIn, just jump O'Reilly. And same with Instagram as well. That seems to be quite a popular place to find me where you'll see daily videos of me giving mindset insights and coaching tips for running your business. Uh, you'll, that's the best places to find me. Uh, the profile feature that you used for this uh, is the one you're going to look for on Instagram and on, on LinkedIn. Uh, any other one, it's not the same John Paul. <laughs> There's not many John Paul Rileys out there. There's not many, but you've got the you've got the right one. No, you've got the right. You got the right one. You got you got it. Although you did tag me in uh, Facebook on my on my personal page, which I don't do any kind of coaching things on. Uh, okay, but that's okay. That's all right. That's fine. Down. <laughs> that's fine. You've seen pictures. Well, I've seen pictures of my dogs and my children. Uh, <laughs> but that's where the, that would be the best place to reach out. Uh, everybody who get, reaches out to me gets a a free. 15 minute one at one call just to talk about what they're struggling with and to see for the right fit. So it may be that if I don't think you're going to put the work in and take action, I won't work with you. Yeah. I will only work with people that are action takers for two reasons. One, you're wasting your time. And certainly I don't want anyone going away and saying, Oh, that didn't work for me when you haven't put the work in. Yeah. Because ultimately it's down to the person you're coaching to do it. Yeah, that ain't gonna help you either. So, but no, that's brilliant. Listen, John Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. First guest of 2022. Um, and just to add on what you've you've said about the coaching that you do, uh, when John Paul's in the mastermind, you, you know, the couple of times I've heard you, you speak in there, you've given so much to that, you give so much value. And just in the 45 minutes that we've been going, you, I've been typing out notes. Um 
absolutely brilliant i just i think anyone that takes up your coaching is is going to get so much and i, I could tell that straight away when you as soon as you said um procedures so whatever they're doing they're going to get absolutely loads from you so i hope i hope some people get in contact with you on linkedin and uh yeah take you up on that one and one-to-one it, you get so much more out of it don't you yeah group stuff is, is group stuff is good i mean we're in a mastermind group and there's benefits to that but i think when you're you're drilling down to things that are for you and you only uh then it really needs to be to put one in it's been bright being on i love doing this kind of thing it's been great fun uh it's really uh, I, I would i would do these all week if i, I yeah. <laughs> enough places to yep. do them yeah, me too, but I, I have got to do some work sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> At least the ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit funny about it. No, not at all. <laughs> Messing about. Thank, thank uh, you for having me on. It's a, I appreciate it. No, absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on. All right, thanks for watching, everyone. So uh, again, if it, if watches on a rerun, please uh, hashtag in rerun. If you've got any questions, drop them in the comments, and always drop us a nice five star review on the podcast. It just helps giving it a share because everyone wants to hear it. I, I know they do. I can feel it. I can sense it in the Jedi powers that I have. I'll see you all next week for another episode. Thank you. Peace, love, always. Hi, it's Matt Rubman again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check out my other podcasts. I've really interviewed some great people with some great stories talking about how they overcame and developed their own mindset. If you've enjoyed it that much, of course, give me a five-star review. Don't forget to share and like.